back to the Rockabye Mama Baby and Toddler Sleep Podcast. I'm Katie Gutierrez, lead sleep consultant and owner of Rockabye Mama. My mission is to help solve your child's sleep struggles because I know the impact a lack of sleep can have on everyone in the house. Thank you so much for being here today. I am so happy that you are here. season upon us, it's likely that major planning has been underway for all things, gifts and travel. And whether you're traveling a few hours or a few days, it can be tricky ensuring that your child gets the sleep they need while you're on the road or in the air. But it's not impossible to travel with babies or toddlers and ensure a good night's sleep or ensure that naps happen. So today I want to give you three tips for navigating naps, bedtime, while you're traveling. This week we're talking all things road trips and staying at someone's house or staying at a hotel when you're on the road. So let's dive right in. My first tip when it comes to traveling with littles by car is to plan. Yes, plan in advance. Not all children sleep well in a car. Some do, and that's great, but many don't. So you want to make sure to think of everything that your child may need while sleeping in the car. If they can sleep with the sound machine at home, then you want to make sure that you pack that and you have easy access to it in the car. And if that's out of the question, maybe the sound machine your child uses needs to be plugged into an outlet, then be sure to download an app or a, or music that you can play in the car that mimics the sound of their sound machine. Of course, there are portable sound machines that you can buy if that's easier for you, but you just want to make sure you've done everything you can to recreate the environment your child sleeps in at home in the car. You also want to pack any stuffed animals, favorite blankets, or comfort items that your child is used to, and that includes the pacifier and maybe a backup pacifier. Have all these things in an easy to access bag so that when your child begins to get sleepy, you can quickly unpack the essentials and you're not going back into the trunk to dig through items, trying to find the one thing that your your child absolutely needs. Now, the second part of this tip is to plan what time you're going to leave. And really, you have two options when it comes to this. Option one is you can leave in the evening in the hopes that your child will sleep longer stretches since it's dark, and chances are they sleep their longest stretch at night. So if they normally go to bed at 7 p.m., you might plan on leaving at about 6 p.m. so that you can get on the road and get started and then they fall asleep and they sleep for a long stretch while you are driving. 
The second option is to hit the road about one hour before your child's first nap of the day. So you wake up in the morning, you finish packing up, and then one hour before your child's normal first nap, you would start driving. Now, of course, there are benefits and drawbacks to each of these options. If you hit the road at night, you'll be driving in the dark, which can make it difficult to see the road and to stay awake. But in some cases, this may be the best option because your child is likely to sleep. And if you're used to traveling at night, then it may work for you. Or if you're traveling with somebody else or a nice big cup of coffee, then it may be a good option. However, if you prefer driving throughout the day, your child may struggle to take naps, and that can result in a fussy one in your back seat while you are trying to concentrate on the road. However, driving during the day will mean that you're more likely to be alert. So there's pros and cons to each one. So that's tip number one, plan. Plan what your child needs in order to go to sleep and plan what time you will be starting your journey. The second tip for road trips is to have reasonable expectations. Your child is unlikely to nap for three hours at one time while riding in the car. More likely they'll sleep for one sleep cycle, which is about 30 to 40 minutes. That's just what's going to happen and it's okay. There's no need to stress about it or even try to extend their naps when they wake up early. You don't need to pull over. You don't need to try and rock them back to sleep. You don't need to stress out or get anxious. Even if they were to sleep for a longer stretch, car naps are just not as restorative as naps at home. Why? Well, it's the same for adults. If you're napping in the car, yes, it helps relieve some sleep pressure so that you don't feel as tired, but often you're still aware of the surroundings. You're still, you still hear the radio or the conversations or the hum of the road. You still slightly feel the bumps and the brakes when the driver stops. And even if you have a pillow and you recline your seat, you still may wake up with a stiff neck or back. So it is the same with kids. And, and unless your child habitually sleeps in their car seat, which it's not approved by the AAP that they do that, but if you run errands a lot or your child is just used to sleeping in their car seat during in the car, then they likely won't be as comfortable sleeping in that position as they are when they're sleeping in their crib because they can turn and flop and stretch and move and in their car seat, they just can't do that. So sleep in a car seat is not as restorative as sleep in a crib. So what can you do about that? Well, plan on putting them to bed for the night a little earlier than they normally go to bed once you arrive at your destination, if possible. Now, if you're driving all day and you're driving throughout their bedtime, then just keep things realistic. Your child may not get the best sleep even when you do arrive to your destination. It may take two to three days for your child to catch up on sleep and get back on track, and that's okay. There is nothing wrong with that, but it's good to know what to expect so that you have reasonable expectations and you're not caught off guard when you arrive to your destination and your child is not sleeping or they wake up early or they're waking throughout the night.
Now the third tip for road trips actually has more to do with once you arrive to your destination. And this is blackout solutions. Now I don't often recommend specific products, but I really do think that this one product is great for travel because it is so versatile. And that is a slumber pod. If you don't know what a slumber pod is, you can Google it really quickly and you'll see it is essentially a cover that you put on top of a pack and play or a mini crib that keeps your child in a darkened environment. It is breathable material, so it's safe, but it keeps them in a dark little cocoon so that they are not getting distracted with everything that's around them. Now, unless your child is extremely adaptable when they're in new situations, it's very likely that they may struggle when it's time for naps or bed at someone else's house. There are new things to look at. Your child isn't used to the environment, so getting them to fall asleep quickly can be hard. Now, I recently had a family that I was working with tell me that they were helping friends move and they took their little one with them thinking that their friends would have a quiet place for their child to sleep or at the very least, you know, just an empty room. Well, they didn't. And since they had just moved in, they didn't have curtains on the windows and it just did not work out. So mom packed up the little baby and just drove around to give the child a chance to sleep. And I don't want you to miss out on time with your family or friends during this season. I want you, I don't want you to have to leave to try and get your little one to fall asleep in the car. I don't want you to spend hours in a room with your child trying to help them fall asleep or think of solutions because the environment's not ideal. But I also think it's important to keep your little one well rested. So in my opinion, a a product like the slumber pod is a great solution because it's easy to travel with, it's easy to set up and break down, and regardless of what the environment is like where you're going, you have a solution that is easy to use. Additionally, many times when you're traveling, you'll end up room sharing. You're sharing a room with your child. And whether you have multiple kids in that room, or if it's just you and your child, the slumber pod will create some privacy because it it essentially blocks off your child's view from what's going on. So once you put your little one to bed, unless you immediately leave the room, If you just walk over to the bed and you sit down, they're just going to stare at you. So if you need to work or if you just want to relax or put your headphones in and watch something on your computer, you can't really do that without worrying that you're going to disturb your child. So instead of hiding under the covers while you're browsing your phone, you can carry about your activities and they'll be safe in their little pod. Now, SlumberPod has shared a $20 off coupon with my listeners. So if you go to their website, you can enter the code Mama 20 in the coupon code section when you're checking out. 
And if that's just not something you can invest in right now, maybe you don't travel often, this is just a holiday event, you can also look into rentals in your area, uh, either in your hometown or in the town that you're going to, you can search that area and see if someone is renting out a slumber pod. That will be a great solution. Okay, so let's recap. The first step to successfully traveling with your little one is to plan. Plan what you need to pack to make sleep work for them in the car and plan what time is best to leave. Second, keep your expectations reasonable. Your child likely will not sleep the greatest and that's okay. Just plan on adjusting bedtime earlier once you reach your destination to compensate for missed sleep. And third, think through blackout solutions or privacy pods. If the room, if your room sharing or your child isn't adaptable, then coming prepared with a slumber pod can literally change your entire stay. The last thing you want to do is arrive to your destination to find out that they don't have blinds or window coverings and it's just going to be very stressful for you. So come prepared. The holidays are a joyous time and I do not want you to be stressed when it comes to maintaining routine and schedules. So have fun. Stay out late a few nights. That will not derail everything that you have worked on when it comes to your child's sleep. However, being equipped to handle sleep on the go can really ensure your child's attitude and behavior is as jolly as this time of year. Hello, and welcome back to the Rockabye Mama Baby and Toddler Sleep Podcast. I'm Katie Gutierrez, lead sleep consultant and owner of Rockabye Mama. My mission is to help solve your child's sleep struggles because I know the impact a lack of sleep can have on everyone in the house. Thank you so much for being here today. I am so happy that you are here. Thank you.